0: Welcome to the first episode of Red Dead Redemption 2 Stories. Uh, My name is Robin and this is just going to be a podcast where I just talk about the beautiful game that is Red Dead Redemption 2. has to offer which is just an endless list of topics we can discuss and, and, and cover and it's just gonna be a ton of fun. Uh I'll start with maybe my history and video games in general uh, of like like kind and quality. Um uh because I'm an old school guy here since kind of the inception inception excuse me of console gaming kind of Um, I'm old enough to remember before Nintendo, even in, in Sega, um, my next door neighbor had an Atari and that was my first experience with video games. Uh, went over there and we played a few Atari games here or there. I was pretty young. I want to say Nintendo and Sega kind of came out simultaneously. Um, when I was about six years old, maybe. And I actually got a Sega gen or a Sega um, for like my sixth birthday and which was like a month after Christmas and I had some friends who got Nintendo's for Christmas and I loved my Sega, had a couple games, played it, and was having a ton of fun with it. but when I would go hang out with my friends, uh, they all had the same games and could trade the games and were good at the games because they all had Nintendo's together so... Went back home to my mom and and said, you know, like I love my Sega and everything, and I'm happy happy about it and, and everything. But my friends all have Nintendos. Can I trade this in for a Nintendo? And so, so I did. So, like all the other kids in the in the late 80s, we played a ton of Nintendo. Um, and I really just stuck with that. For a long time super nintendo came out uh never never got one never really played much super nintendo at all uh didn't really know many people who got one or had one um i'm not sure if back then it was as kind of popular to just go get the next system all the time i think that was maybe the first glance of that i think i had a lot of friends who never really touched the Super Nintendo for whatever reason. We just all had our Nintendos still. And I can't even remember if they were, if they stopped making games for it or what. I don't, I don't remember anything. I was too young to really remember a lot of that, uh, or care, I guess, um, too much about it. But, uh, the Nintendo was huge, huge. Played it probably from, you know, my sixth birthday all the way until Nintendo 64 came out. And I was a, I believe I was a teenager by the time that came out. And so that was mind blowing. Uh I remember walking through a a Walmart and seeing Mario sixty four on like display, like you could play it. Um and back then it wasn't like a demo. It wasn't, you know, all high tech like they have it set up where you can maybe select a game and you only get a demo version or anything like that. It was literally just a Nintendo 64 <laughs> plugged in with the game in and a controller sticking out of it. And that was it, you know, to a, you know, to a TV. So I was completely blown away. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I mean, Mario and running in all directions, three dimensional, I was absolutely just in awe. I was just in utter shock. I could not believe it. I stood there and just played Mario for a while, and I then rode my bike up to that Walmart, I don't know, three or four other times and just stood there and just played that game like with my jaw on the floor. Um <laughs> And I, I remember other kids, you know, probably shopping with their parents and they come walking up and their eyes are big and they're looking at it. And, you know, I look at them like, you know, you're not going to get a chance, dude. I, I'm here playing this game. Like, I'm not here with my parents. Like, you probably got, what, one, two minutes before your mom comes down the aisle and says, okay, come on. Like, I'm like, not. Nah, you just, this is mine. <laughs> and I, I wanted one so bad. And I ended up getting one for Christmas, I believe. You know that year or the next year whatever it was and completely blown away mind blown that was you know probably my second mind-blowing experience with video games the first just being playing them in general just getting a nintendo and playing mario or oh boy i don't know just excite bike or rc Program or Tech Mobile or contra or just the list goes on and on right it's like it, everything seemed to be mind-blowing when we were young, and a new game would come out, and we would play it. And uh, thinking back, Super Nintendo, I did not have one, but I I believe my cousin had one, and for one summer I spent playing that a little bit, um, and that was a ton of fun. Blew my mind. I remember playing like NHL '94 to death. Uh, I remember I think the first time I ever saw Sim City come out. Like we played Sim City uh, on I believe on a Super Nintendo. And this was in probably '93 or four, if I remember right. I could be wrong, but those are that's that. And I think my little brother, who who didn't live with me, um, he had a Super Nintendo, and I'd play it a little bit when I would go over there, which was kind of rare. But Super Nintendo, like I said, there was a there was a there was a few moments, but overall, I kind of skipped that console. So my second real mind-blowing experience with video games was just. Nintendo sixty four and that started with Mario, but then continued with a lot of games. That was a pretty epic console. Um I mean we all remember, you know, maybe GoldenEye 007, um, oh Mario Kart. Uh, I really that's where I really got into like Madden football games and, and some of the sports games I started to get good too. And so just a ton of just a ton of fun on that console. And That's another one where, you know, I started to get into my teenage years and really didn't touch anything, much of anything for quite a while until I would say maybe 18, 19 years old, somewhere in there. Uh, I was living kind of at a buddy's house and he got, I think he got a PlayStation. I don't remember... I'm not good with the Sony stuff. PlayStation or PS2, or I don't know what it was at the time. This was probably, you know, 2000, 2001, somewhere in there. Uh, It was when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. And that was my next mind-blowing experience. Grand Theft Auto 3 on the PlayStation. I was like, wow. This is... I cannot, like... I cannot believe what is possible like i i can literally just run and go drive and fly like anywhere i want in this entire city right now and it was unbelievable to just to have that gigantic world as my sandbox to play in was unbelievable it was so like just the agency i could just go do whatever i wanted i could go wherever i wanted um and just the power the freedom the the possibilities the the sheer volume and mass amount that went into that world and that game just just felt unbelievable and i was completely mind blown i played probably a thousand hours of that game i mean i played the whole story at least once and then i just just ran around that world causing mayhem for you know hundreds of hours of, of time and I, I just got really good and at the game and just had a ton of fun with it um i remember it was a you know obviously a one person game but i remember just kind of playing for a little bit and you know a few of the buddies would sit around and watch and just watch me play and i'd try to hand the controller to somebody else after i messed around for you know five minutes or something and then some at first, people would play it and stuff like that, and then it ended up just being like, no, like, you you, you take it. You, We just want to watch you play. It's fun, you know? And that game was my first experience with, you know, Rockstar Games, I believe, and that open, like, sandbox-type game. Um, and I was hooked. I was in love from the very beginning. I remember that's when I started to kind of craft my dream video game in my head it was it wasn't until then it was about that moment Grand Theft Auto 3 that I remember kind of starting to not actively outside of me or anything like that but just in my head started to craft like my dream video game and this went on for well still to to this day <laughs> but the iterations of this and it always went something like this uh, the dream game of mine would be essentially Grand Theft Auto three, but this, this, you know, these changes, this, 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 and this take away that, that, that add this, this, and this, you know, and that was kind of my, I guess, my screenplay for my perfect game. And it was always just like, okay, take everything that take this game, but then let's subtract some, a few things and let's add a few things. And eventually we'll get to my perfect game here. And so I started to do that in my head and i remember back then the main my main problem was uh i wanted a little more freedom and maybe how i do, chose to do things um like okay that's fine you can tell like the whole story can be scripted all the missions and all that stuff but let me maybe do certain missions how i want you know i i, I just i guess it's been a lot of years now uh, over 20 years since that game but i still remember there was a mission where some guy was out in his boat or something, and you were supposed to go, I don't know, take him out or something. And I just remember thinking, like, oh, I bet you if I just go right over here, he's supposed to be right out there. Yeah, let me get my sniper rifle out, and sure enough, he's in the scope. And, you know, like that, I don't know if anybody else did the same thing or whatever, but you couldn't. You couldn't do it. It was like to pass that mission, you had to drive like, around the bay, over to this other area. You had to get on a boat and drive the boat out to him, and then your boat had guns on it, and you had to shoot his boat. You know, like, they. I was just like, why can't we have a little more agency and freedom in the execution of the missions, at least, you know? And so, and some of that stuff. And I just remember loving the game and just couldn't wait for more and new and like let's make it better and better and better and really then the next game i got into was actually um was halo and the xbox so xbox comes out halo comes out and essentially just disrupts all of the video game world um that was a mind-blowing game as well uh had to have spent thousands of hours playing that I who knows I could be uh, exaggerating there but a lot of time spent playing Halo I mean we did the campaign I think but that was not where it was really at with that game it was just this four-player split screen and we would (laughs) this is like before kind of online gaming we would bring two xboxes to the same house run an ethernet cable Um, to the two Xboxes and we'd have a team of four in one room and a team of four in a different room and we would just play like capture the flag and and stuff like that like just for hours Um, and switch the teams up and all that stuff and just had so much fun I mean oh what was that map called Blood Gulch or something and we would just play oh game after game after game of you know capture the flag or some of the other Uh, game modes I forget what they were but just so fun so the the competitiveness the 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 fun of hearing your friends cheer or or moan from the other room like as you guys you know were capturing their flag or something like that or or as they were getting close to yours it was just just such a riot so it was so fun um and that's that's where you know I th- the I mentioned I played Grand Theft Auto at a buddy's house and he had PlayStation but when Halo came out he like traded that PlayStation in for an Xbox and um, we played Halo and then I don't know year or two year later or something like that I ended up buying my own console finally and I bought an Xbox and I've been on Xbox ever since so um then there was pretty much a long period of time where I didn't play a whole lot of video games. I would say uh from that point on, I would say I played I played Madden mostly. Um up until up through about oh five, oh six, somewhere in there. Um I think if I remember right, oh five Madden was still to this day my favorite Madden of all time. Um and then I think 06 was maybe the first Madden on the Xbox 360, maybe. And that was like the worst Madden of all time. So it was kind of crazy. I, I kind of stopped, not completely stopped, but for the most part, stopped playing Madden at that time. I, was, I just couldn't believe how great Madden was one year and then how completely worthless it was the next. Um, and so... Outside of Madden, maybe a little bit of a couple games here or there. I didn't really play video games much for that next decade or or more. Right, the next fifteen years. I, I played. I played some like a baseball game. I played NHL. You know the EA NHL games. I played Madden. And the only other constant I played was whenever the new Grand Theft Auto would come out. And so, oh, what came next? Vice City. So after Grand Theft Auto 3 was so just amazing. Um, I was really excited when Vice City came out, played it. Um, You know, I think for me, it's definitely my least favorite of all the Grand Theft Autos. Um, I just... For a lot of reasons, there was some cool things about that game, though it wasn't like a flop or anything like that. It's just like when I put it in the like the gamut of all the Grand Theft Auto games, it's just it's the worst, and it's the worst by far. Uh, and that's just me, probably. I, I think a lot of people liked that game. I just really didn't. Um, I liked you know having it set in like Miami. I liked some of the new things they put into it. I mean, I remember like motorcycles, that was kind of, that was all the dirt bikes and motorcycles and stuff like that was kind of newer. Uh, I don't think they were in Grand Theft Auto 3, so that was fun. There was there was some cool things to to go along with the new game, but just overall, like I didn't get into the game a lot. I didn't. I didn't like the story. I didn't like the protagonist. I didn't like the setting of the 80s. I, I mean, I just, the 80s are just the ugliest, worst decade, you know, in so many ways. I, I just, I just don't like the 80s. So, like, like, the 80s turned me off of the game, the protagonist, the story. Like, I just never really got into it. And so, um, just in general it was like okay there was some cool little you know shiny things around the edges of the game but overall I just didn't really didn't really dig it. So um but it was fine it was cool it kept me busy for a while you know got me back into playing a, a game for a little bit. But then after that came San Andreas I believe and that was mind blowing once again. That was complete opposite of, of vice city for me um because that brought us back to like the early 90s west coast like like that's kind of where I it, it's just a romanticized thing for me I bet and people my age uh who grew up and just were hitting that 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 perfect age to start branching out and listening to your own music and and pay attention to, you know, pop culture and things like that. And that was like simultaneous with like, you know, maybe like NWA kind of the ending of NWA with, you know, with Snoop and Dre and Ice Cube and like everybody kind of just and just West Coast hip hop just kind of like blowing up and, and taking over. So to go back to that time period and that setting and everything was just, it was a it was so fun it was a blast for me it was such like i said it's such a romanticized like time and and setting and and everything in in my head you know being a a kid from the midwest and just it was like oh i get to go go run around you know these areas that i've only heard about in these songs you know it was it was just it was fun it was more exciting to me than you know running around to some middle-aged guy in a you know i don't know a hawaiian shirt in miami you know in the 80s so um just right off the bat i was just more interested in just for me in this in this in the time period it was set and and the setting itself but then also i remember just the the main character um the protagonist was cj or something like he he was just easy to get Behind and like be, get invested. They did that not only through the story, but then also with like the fact that he. What I loved about it was he was not given to you with like all of the skills necessary to to carry out the whole game. Which in most of the other games that's how it's been. Cj didn't seem to be that way, and it was. You you actually had to go to the, you know, he was actually not very, I mean, I guess the other games, a lot of times they'll have you build up your um, levels as far as like, oh, you, you, you don't have a lot of stamina or endurance in the beginning. You have to slowly build that up. You have to build up certain things a little bit. But like CJ was more so, you know, like he, you really were invested in him and getting him better and where he wanted to get to and you were really invested in that i felt like and so not only just the setting right out of the box um was just such a cool setting for me but then cj was like a cool protagonist that was easy to get behind and you were invested in trying to get him better at his skills with all the different guns and you know maybe all of his stamina up and like keeping him in shape and not eating too much and like all this stuff right you were just invested in his in his life in like a general sense and then also within the story um and that game was mind-blowing um for the sheer size of the map as well is one of the big things i remember about that game just not only was there, it was like three major cities on the map and they were spread out very far. And like in between them was mountains and forests and deserts and a a couple other little small towns. And my gosh, it just felt like you, your sandbox was now like the entire state of not even California, like California and some of Nevada, right? It was like your your sandbox was literally L.A. all the way up to San Francisco and all the way over to Las Vegas. And it was just completely mind-blowing. It was... That game blew me away again. Like that was, you know, like I said, like I I've, I lost track now, but just the beginning with Mario just playing Nintendo for the first time, that was the first time I was just blown away. The second time was Nintendo 64, I would say. I, I, I'd probably just skip over Super Nintendo for me. Um, it was cool, but it wasn't mind-blowing. That that 3D experience with Nintendo 64 was the second time where I was just completely just dumbfounded. Um, the third time was probably Grand Theft Auto 3, and just being able to experienced that open sandbox world for the first time and you know it was good graphics good quality and all that you know a next-gen console from the 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 Nintendo 64 so that was the third time Grand Theft Auto 3 and I'd say this is probably the fourth time was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas that map all the possibilities all the things you could do in that game um I what else could you, you could, you could like just go up to the local, um, bar and play pool against people. Like there's just so much. It just seemed like it was so, so much packed into that game. It seemed like it was, I don't know, like a hundred times packed into that game than there was in even just Vice City. And so, um, I don't remember, I think that might've been a console thing, but maybe not. Maybe No, San Andreas, if I remember right, was also just on the Xbox. So, I don't know. It just blew Vice City out of the water and just catapulted that game right back up to the top for me. And that was a great game. For me, that was a great game. Um, It got me going again with the whole game in my mind type of thing. Got me inspired, you know, like, ooh, let me build that game again because vice city didn't it just kind of like i don't know just let me down and san andreas like got me inspired again like wow this is this is cool like wow what could we do with this what could where could we go from here what else could we add and subtract to make this even better and and so that was that was kind of like the fourth time i was just completely mind blown by a game um after that, then we got to the next gen console. I believe we got to the Xbox 360 and Grand Theft Auto 4 uh came out. And I have such mixed feelings about that game. Uh for so many it, I mean, you almost have to like overall good game. Overall it had some mind-blowing things about it. Um but I kind of hold back from like giving it like an actual I don't know event on my timeline, you know, uh, of of just absolutely blowing me away um, because there was just some things that were just almost like fatal flaws with the game to me. I I you almost have to compartmentalize it and say okay this aspect of it that aspect of it. so I would say. Some of the things that absolutely shined on that game that just were amazing, blew me away. The real star of that game was simply the graphics, the immersiveness, the 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 new oh, just the city itself it's just that was the time the city the first time the city felt alive and breathing and i mean from some piece of trash blowing in the wind to somebody dropping their coffee cup um on the street to just just all the little details that was the first time you know and it, it probably was easier because it was on the new console more capability for them but they really took the immersiveness, the realism, just all the all the details to the next level, and I just remember being blown away at what I was seeing all the time in the city, whether it be lighting, whether it be the wind blowing, whether it be this, whether it be the graphics over there, like how how that motorcycle looked under that street light, you know just just the absolute beauty of what they created there and that was the star of that game um there were some new cool things that stick out to me as i recall which was the you know you're not just cramming all your vehicles in a garage anymore now you kind of have parking spaces and it was it was a little different a little same a little different there but um, you actually could go in your house you know in your apartment whatever it was it wasn't just like you know as soon as that garage door closes it just saves and pops you back out type of thing it was like no you actually walk up in there you can you can change your clothes maybe you can watch TV you can do this you can do that you can you can save your game that was new um and just really kind of added to the immersiveness of it. it it was your house wasn't just a You know, a garage with a garage door. Now it's, you actually had to go up in it, you know? Um, A lot of cool features about the game. And actually, the motorcycles was my favorite part. I love those motorcycles, you know, like bobber style motorcycles. That was so, that was just huge for me. I loved it. Um, The, the, for me, the two DLCs were actually far better than the the game itself. So the story of the you know like the Lost in the Dams and the Lost in the Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony, like those were fun and without those two DLCs I would have probably felt way different about this game. Um, but those were awesome. The game itself was a bit like Vice City where I never got invested. I never got invested in Uh, was it Nico Bellic or whatever his name was? Like, I just, I just never, never did. I just, I I was only half invested at all times. I was like, okay, I gotta, you know, like, I gotta try to do this because I guess Nico or his cousin wants us to, or I gotta, you know, let's do this thing for Nico or this or that. But, you know, in a general sense, like I really didn't care, you know, like I, he, Again, he just came with some mysterious background. You didn't really know a lot about him other than like he already knew everything. He already already had all the skills. He already could, you know, use all the guns and do all the combat and fly all the planes and drive all the this. And, you know, he could just already do everything. And so it was like, I don't know, never really got invested in, in Nico or that story. Um, I spent most of the game just in awe of the city and the details and the beauty and the lighting and the graphics and, and all of that. Um, so that game was cool. It it did inspire me, though, um, in just like that, that realism and the graphics and the immersiveness of that. You know, it was like, okay, now, like, man, they, they created such a amazing setting here, with this, you know, Liberty City, you know. Um and you could do so much with it. We could we could have done more with it than this 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 story, this this protagonist. Like this this was it, that was disappointing for me and um the two DLCs kind of saved it, made it made it more complete, and more fun. Um so I did play all of those, you know, those Grand Theft Autos along the way. I did play a few sports games along the way, but not much more than that. Um, you know, this this was in my oh, let's see, that game came out. What, what did I say? Maybe two thousand six ish or something. Um, I could be wrong. I, I don't know why that that year sticks out as far as um, Xbox three hundred and sixty and. Grand theft auto four Uh, i don't know let's say it's around there um we're starting to get into my my late 20s um and as we got into the my 30s just obviously busy um you know had a couple children working all sorts of jobs and you know i had a i owned my own company for a while um So just didn't have a ton of time to play. And so I think there was a lot of things, a lot of advancement, a lot of games that came out, started to come out in this time period um, that I just never never played, never saw, never touched, right? Big, big, big titles, right, that I'm sure most of you played and you'd be shocked to find out that somebody who's this into games and gaming never played a minute of it never I've never played a single second of any call of duty or <laughs> I mean you guys could probably list off of your top ten most like popular games ever to to be made um you know you'd probably be shocked I probably didn't even play eight of them eight eight or nine of the ten so um this is really all I played I was very much and in even in i just there are some games that f- seem to fit my criteria for, like, games that I love as far as, like, this open world, you know, sandbox style, um, go explore. You have a lot of agency, and you're, you're free to kind of move around and do what you want. Um, and I realized there have been games like that from other creators and makers. And some of them I maybe just missed, um, most likely just missed a lot of them um because I wasn't into into gaming and then there are others where maybe somebody mentioned it and said hey you would love this game but uh, you know when I looked at it or asked them a little bit about it there was s- something that turned me off about it and I'm very much into realism um as as soon as you mention anything to me about a dragon or magic or like <laughs> I don't know, aliens or casting spells or wizards or, you know, that type of stuff. Like I'm instantly like out. Like I just, it just, it just doesn't do anything for me. I just can't hardly, you know, I just, I just don't, I I can't stand it. You know, I don't like wizards and dragons and casting spells and stuff like that. Like anything that's fake is not based in reality is like it instantly turns me off um and that's just me and so that's why i kind of had to stick with these uh, these style of games because they're you know it's not you know and, and the things that would turn me off about them was the stuff that was way over the top which might be a decent segue into the next grand theft auto um grand theft auto 5 and that game was super cool in a lot of ways and way 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 over the top at the time i played through it and it's just like i had a lot of fun with it but if i was to go back and try to play it again which i've actually tried like once or twice to go back and play that game again i almost can't do it because it's just it's so over the top it's so ridiculous um that i just it it almost gets to that point where it turns me off because like, it's just so far beyond real, you know? It's just, I can't get into it. Um, but in a general sense, that game was really cool. Um, the map was a good size. I was kind of disappointed in that. Um, I just, I think that game actually first came out on the 360. So I guess that shouldn't surprise me as much as it did but it just did um the map i thought went backwards i mean i it just didn't do as much for me as i was hoping i guess maybe and that's just one of those scenarios where you had it built up so big in your mind and then no matter what it did it probably couldn't it couldn't meet that standard maybe that's the case um because the, the previous two games, the maps really blew me away. Um, uh, Grand Theft Auto 4 did mainly just because of, like, the detail of the map. I was like, okay, it's still a pretty good-sized city here. Liberty City is still here, yet every inch of the city is just detailed and beautiful, right? The graphics. So I was like, they didn't, they didn't make the map as huge, but that's because look at this thing. It's unbelievable. It's gorgeous. Right? So I was still happy with the map in that, in that sense. And the game before that San Andreas, that, that map was just enormous. I felt like it encompassed thousands of square miles. And so that the the previous two maps kind of, to me lived up and kind of blew me away in, in at least one aspect or the other. And then this game, I guess it just didn't. Um, It was just an island, and it was a decent-sized map. It just didn't seem very huge. I felt like I could just drive from the southernmost tip of the island to the northernmost tip of that island in about a couple minutes. And so, therefore, it just didn't feel very big to me. Um, It was it was good it just i think i just was expecting to be blown away and i wasn't um and i i guess i just figured like well if the map isn't huge as if if the map size which i felt like and so this is where your memory kind of can mess you up maybe it maybe it isn't but i felt like the map size was like half the kind of like the square mileage of san andreas so i was like if you're gonna if you're going to take your map and cut it in half, as far as like area, well, then it, we should be able to at least make that area that you are going to cover completely explorable, right? If you're going to cut your map size in half, then make every single building I can go into, you know? Um, and so it just kind of, I, I, it underwhelmed me um in that sense. And like I said, I don't even know if a lot of that is warranted. It's just how I felt, you know. Um, But it was a beautiful game. The graphics were really, really good. Um, I loved the feel again. I loved being back in San Andreas. You know, I loved being, you know, that West Coast feel again. Um, (laughs) Three protagonists, that was was pretty cool. That was new. I, I thought they did that pretty well too as far as like bounce you know being able to bounce back and forth between the three um and then also like almost needing to um in missions uh you didn't like have to but they had a couple of missions where they purposely kind of made you um just to remind you that uh you know you can in you know, like sometimes you get in a mission and you know, all three of you are there and, you know, you're just one guy and you're just running around taking cover and, and shooting guys and all that stuff. And so, um, to, to, to remember like, oh, I should switch over to that guy. He's got, you know, better angle or whatever. And so that game had some really cool things going for it. Some things that blew me away were, were the graphics, the three protagonists, the 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 game and the map and the world felt alive. It was immersive. um the you know, you could go golfing, you could go do this, you could go do that. There was a lot of other things packed within the game. Um, it certainly wasn't bad at all. It was a great game. I had a ton of fun with it. It just didn't quite hit the the standard that I was I guess hoping and dreaming for, you know, it was a ton of fun and that was it you know um way over the top you know the the story was you know i guess it was okay but it was sort of like it would lose you for most of it you're just like okay now what i mean i'm i'm doing i'm being blackmailed by the government who's being blackmailed by this other arm of the government who's being blackmailed by this other one and you know Uh, we're, we're like sinking gigantic container ships and submarines. And we're going into, uh, it was just way over the top, way crazy. And it would lose, lose me at times. I was just like, like, okay, okay. Like this is, this is just getting ridiculous, you know, but overall, extremely fun game, extremely impressive. And still going on to this day, online I just never really got into that I tried when it when I finished the game right away then online came out and I was online for like those early days of online but I it lost me because there just wasn't much there right and it was like by the time they started to add things to the online version um and to make it semi-interesting and cool I had already dropped off like I i I couldn't, you know, I didn't stay, like, engaged long enough to where they finally added enough content, you know. I could only do so many of the same three game modes, you know, the same uh, wave, you know, survival things, and the the same few things for a month before I was like, okay, I'm done, you know. So, which is a bummer because I think they eventually, you know, who knows, a year down the road or so, they finally got it to where I would have had some fun with that, but... Like I said, by then I was already too far checked out. Yeah, I don't want to, like, sp- speak poorly about these games because in general, like, these games were a blast and I had so much fun with them. Even even the ones where I'm critiquing a bit, like, they were still some of the best games I've ever played and really the only games I played for, For, I mean, for the, for 20 years, like, that's that's what the main games for me that's what i played and i had a ton of fun with them and i loved them so really i tried a few other games um i remember mafia 3 um i saw that and it was a game that i thought would maybe bridge the gap for a while um while i was waiting for the next grand theft auto someday or something and i i tried that and that game because it fit the bill. It was based in, it was a reality-based game, open world, sandbox, uh, good story. Um, I actually liked the setting too. It was like late 60s, I want to say, in like New Orleans. It was very cool. Um, And I played that game and had a ton of fun with it for a while. And then it was a combination of like, the story started to branch out and I had like Oh, I don't know. I felt like I had like all these tentacles out there. Like I had this, this one little kind of storyline mission going on with, with these people. And I had one where I was going to go try to get these people and another one with those and another one over here. And then I was kind of worrying about like, if I go too far with one, is that going to wipe out another option so i was like trying to kind of do them evenly and i was trying to stay really in tune i like to stay in tune and in touch with the story i like to follow along i like to be really immersed and really feel like what the character is feeling and like try to try to carry out their actions how i like how i think they would you know because i love the the reality of it and i like to like do the game it's justice where where they wrote it you know and so there was just so much going on that I was starting to lose track a little bit and starting to get like just too spread too thin. And, and it was kind of simultaneous with, um, I want to say, uh, something came up in my life where I just had to, you know, didn't have time to play a game for a while. And then when I came back to it, I remember I was, I finally had a chance to sit back down, fired it up again. And I just, I was like, "There's just too much. There's too much going on. I can't remember what's going on. I don't like. I just remembered. Just I couldn't. I couldn't like reengage and be interested in the game all of a sudden. Um, and so, not like a conscious decision to be done, but it was just like, oh yeah, I just don't really know what to do, and it's been too long, and there's just too much going on, and I maybe did a mission or two or something. And I was just like, just didn't do much for me. I couldn't remember, and then so then I just." I didn't turn the game on again for a little bit. And the next time I wanted to play the idea of like trying to get back into that was just like, eh, maybe not, maybe I'll just pop in something. I don't have to think about so much, you know, I'll pop in like, you know, NHL, whatever, and just play a game of hockey, you know, like, cause I don't feel like trying to decipher where I was and what I was doing and what has happened again, you know? So it it was a good game. I liked a lot of things about it, but I fell off like halfway through or something. Um Oh, what is another game that I tried that I thought was going to fit the bill? Mm, uh Far Cry. I can't even remember which one. Maybe 4. Um Yeah. I don't I don't remember, but and that one, I lasted all of like an hour. I don't know. I I just remember sneaking my way up a river. Um And I got all the way to like this, ended up getting to this snowy area. Uh, I don't know. I had to get up to like this tower on top of a mountain or something. And in that mission, I may have died or something. And then I don't know if the game screwed up or if I just had no idea what I was doing because then it was just, there was nothing. The world was empty. There was nothing on my map. There was nothing anywhere. I couldn't find a thing to do. There was literally nothing I could do. I I literally spent an hour trying to figure out like, what do I do? Can I redo the mission? Can I can I go? Is it just oh? Do I have to go find another mission? I couldn't. I wandered the map for an hour. I think like, I was literally like t- to the point where I couldn't figure it out, and I was like, the game must have screwed up. Like, cause there's nothing, there's nothing. Like the the game glitched or screwed up or something and I don't know how to fix it. I tried like saving, I mean, I just couldn't figure it out. So I gave up. I just like, I'm not doing this again. So that was a game I tried. Um, yeah, that's kind of the history of gaming for me until we get to the game of all games. And so which is Red Dead Redemption 2. And before you ask, Red Dead Redemption 1, funny story there is, no, I didn't really play it. Um, I was unaware of it. I was just one that I just never really heard of or was exposed to. So this was like, I just totally missed it. And years after that game had come out, my brother... like we were talking about something and he was like oh you would love that game Red Dead Redemption I was like really okay yeah he's like it's made by Rockstar same people made Grand Theft Auto you would love it so he borrows it to me and I try it and I don't know what the what the problem was I think it was a combination of me knowing I was playing about a about a four-year-old game or however you know I was like okay this this is old um so it was an old game, and I think that did something to me in my mind, going like, well, okay, am I really going to sit down and play this game from from three years ago, five years ago, whatever it was, I don't remember. And and then I, I don't know if the game starts slow. I can't remember. I just remember, like, not really knowing what was going on, not knowing where I was supposed to go. All I remember was, like, riding a horse – through blowing sand and like I was like okay I have to ride all the way over to this place huh through the through the sand okay now what you know and then it was like I couldn't figure anything out and then I was like okay nope oh I'm supposed to go all the way back to that place through the sand okay now what and like I just couldn't seem to get any traction or get going and I just put it down you know it was one of those things where I wasn't given any I don't know. I just, I just didn't give it its due diligence. I didn't really give it a chance. I, I remember borrowing it, popping it in and within an hour, all I did was ride a horse through the sand and couldn't find really much that I was supposed to do. And so I just took it out and never played it again. So that's my Red Dead Redemption history. Well, flash forward a few years when Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out. I hear I hear of it coming out, and I guess when I first heard that it was gonna come out, I immediately was just like, "Oh, yeah, probably not. Not probably not for me." I I I remember trying the first one, and that was like that didn't go well. So um, maybe I won't, you know, give it a chance. But then, like as the game was coming out. The place that I worked, I was like a supervisor of a couple different departments, and some of the some of the people that you know I worked with or worked you know were my direct reports were younger guys, and they were like, and we would talk about you know Grand Theft Auto here or there and stuff like that. But so they knew they knew what I liked as far as video games, and they're like, oh my gosh, you gotta get this game! Like we just got it; it just came out, and it's awesome, you know. And so I went out and got it, and um, very early. I don't think I, you know, I, w- I was lucky enough to like get my hands on a copy of it after it had come out, but within the first month, you know, maybe even the first week or two that it came out, I was able to just go in the store and get one. So I get this game, get it home, try it out one night, pop it in, and I'm just, from from the very beginning, the opening scene, I'm just in. I'm hooked. I am hooked. This game was perfection. This game just blew me away. It was a, it like affects you. It's like a life changing game. It's in the same way that, you know, a song can or a movie can, you know, this can, this can change like your life even more so. You know, in a movie, you can sit and just passively watch a movie for two hours, and it can it can it can have an effect on you. It can change your life. This is just like that, except it's like it's interactive. You're you, you're watching about I don't know six, eight, ten movies long of just story and movies and cutscenes and all that, and then you're also playing it and. Having your own agency in it and your own free reign and your own uh, stamp on it, and it's unbelievable it was so perfect as as I started with some of the other games, the setting perfect I've all i'm a, I, I love history and I love talking about history, especially um, more modern history like U- United states history and and et cetera so I've always said that point almost at an exact point is just such a fascinating point in time you know 1899 like the the turn-of-the-century time Um, I've just always been infatuated with that time period Um, it just was sort of like this uh, it was such a interesting time in US history because two different worlds going on almost you know you had cities beginning to emerge Um, yet you had the old way of life and just living off the land and in small towns and things like that and so I mean imagine being a, a young person at that time and to see that those differences to live in one or the other and then go see the other you know like you've only lived out in the country and small towns and off the land, and that's, and you've done a lot of traveling in those areas. And then you the picture going to New York, and seeing, tall, stone buildings and electricity and, I mean, carriages and just a whole different world. Um, it's just, and and th- that divide, was just. Things were accelerating at that time, with obviously just industrial kind of revolution, um, steel, um, electricity, just a lot of things that were sort of shifting the way life was lived from in your in your community and your town and being self-sufficient and and living around others that were self-sufficient and maybe like combining and trading and 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 bartering. So. And everything you got was local you know if you got shoes you got them from the the local cobbler and you got you know meat from the local butcher and you maybe grew crops that you would trade and and sell to in order to get those other things and if you were sick there was a a local you know like everything was local and and all that and now all of a sudden you have this this manufacturing this industrial sort of boom happened and now you have these cities growing because massive warehouses and manufacturing going on and this is where jobs are and people are flocking to these cities and now you're starting to see cities you know huge population densities and people just living life in a different way and off of that you're seeing just different <laughs> societal changes, you know, you're starting to really see, you know, like the whole gilded age, you know, um, you're starting to see people just absolutely wealthy beyond, you know, beyond anything people could have imagined prior to this. And then you have the rest and you're starting to really see two different worlds. And it's just a, it's just a fascinating time um, because it's all happening to me kind of prior to You know, I guess 1899. Like fast forward like 15 years or so, and like you start to. I think the world completely changes. Um, so this was still kind of prior to that. So it's just it's it's just a fascinating time. So right off the bat, like it's 1899, and I'm just like, whoa! I'm already like hooked and in and everything. And then you're kind of like the end of the outlaws, you know, gunslingers and stuff like that. That was cool. And so just the setting itself from the very beginning had me. And then the game, like the, the rest of the setting is just beautiful. Unbelievable. The every, every blade of grass, every leaf on a tree, every animal, every, every beam of light. <laughs> I mean, it was, I was in awe every spot time the sun danced off the water, I mean fog, like light shining through trees, um sun setting, sun rising, um, the snow from the very beginning. Like I'm just like my gosh, like every step that these horses are taking, it's like it's like really making the step in the snow. It's not just like a generic trail thing behind you know a A trail animation in the snow behind a horse. It's like, it's like actually happening. Like it's, I was stunned. I was constantly stunned. I was constantly blown away just sitting there looking at this game. And I, just that alone had me. But then you throw in these characters and this story. And my gosh, you're just, you're just absolutely sucked in. You're invested. Arthur Morgan is just an amazing protagonist. Dutch Vanderlyn, charismatic leader, very complex person. You're trying to figure him out the whole time. Um, You know, you're you're bouncing back and forth between 100% trust in him and blind loyalty to like wondering if he's gone crazy and should you even go along with him. You know, it's it's so... And just that, that relationship that Arthur has with him makes that so hard, you know? And, and then Hosea, loved Hosea. Like, just every character... I could go on and on about just the characters, but just the story, the storyline, the characters, their story arcs, like, uh, it's just so well done it's it's amazing you are bought in invested immersed just you're just sucked in you're all in from from the from the word go it's just amazing everything about the game is amazing i played the game through by myself so i got the game and i played it like i did pretty much every game um i would meh, couple two three nights a week maybe or whenever i could i would i would sit down to play it after everybody went to bed and just had this amazing wild ride experience it was a blast and i like i said it literally it's life-changing after that i really just talked about the game a lot kind of like i'm doing now that's why i'm doing this because i have talked about this game with people a lot. Like as I played it at that time, that was when the whole, the whole rest of the world was playing the game too. So like, as I'm playing the game here, this is like that first month or so that it's out. And this is when everybody else is playing it as well. So I'm going to work and talking with some of the guys at work and, you know, we're kind of, you know, it's fun because, Oh, you know, one week, I'm a little bit behind where they are in the story, and we're you know we're not ruining it for each other. We're just talking about what we've both done up to that point, and then maybe the next week. Oh, now I've, I I had a couple of nights where I spent four hours playing it, so now I'm actually ahead of them. And so, and just talking with other people as they played the game, I think that was the magic of the game. Is like the like talking to other people about it and like. What was happening to them because it wasn't the same. Um, there were some choices. There were some things like some people didn't even do some missions, right? Like only the yellow ones are the story ones. The white ones will just go away if you don't do them. So, uh, you know, some people are like, oh, I never, I didn't even do that one, you know, and, um, or, you know, what did you do? Oh, I, that guy that recognized us from Blackwater when we were in Valentine, yeah, I chased him and he fell over the cliff and and I yeah, I killed him. I stepped on his hands or whatever. And I'm like, You did? Wow, no way. Like I now I helped him up, you know? And they're like, Well aren't you worried he's gonna, you know, snitch on you or something? I'm like, oh somewhat. <laughs> you know, like I I tried to scare him at the end, but like, yeah, it's a possibility, you know? And you know, just talking to other people about their experiences. Cause not not only just the, the story itself, well and that was the coolest part, was that the story itself could change um i wish it could change more even but the the other experiences you know and a lot of them are common right like oh yeah i was riding and you know some guy calling out for help and you know he was bit by a snake and i helped him you know whatever and then later on he, he gave me a free gun you know that type of stuff was common to, to, to most of us but then there's some other things that maybe weren't so common right like you know you maybe somebody decided to help the the prisoner that was being transported and when they did that though this happened and that happened and then you know the different experiences that was just fun to talk about with people so i had a lot of fun with that and at the same time a lot of videos were being uploaded on youtube about the game and i i i ruined a few things for myself early on you know by going on there it's like you know the headline the 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 title and the thumbnail about finding this gold or this horse, you know, or whatever. Like, I I ruined a couple things for me back then. But after I ruined a couple, then I was, like, purposely stayed away and didn't ruin a lot of things, you know. But, you know, it was just fun because, like, everybody was seeming to, like, find and get through this at the same time. And it was just fun. It was exciting. Fast forward about a year because I, I stopped, you know, I stopped playing the game and, you know... I just thought about it from time to time and stuff like that. But about a year later, you know, my wife and I, we, you know, we have a few television shows or whatever, you know, a few shows we watch. And we don't watch a lot of TV, but we got a few that we like. And I can't remember what the deal was. We were gotten a a groove. We were cranking through them and then we got caught up and it was in between seasons and stuff like that and we were like okay well now what we were kind of having fun like together and watching a couple shows every night and so all of a sudden it hit me like we could we could play Red Dead Redemption 2 together I think I think you would actually like it like it's a it's entertaining it's a great story it's a fun adventure like so we did and we spent basically an entire winter playing that game like just just here and there like You know an hour or two one night and maybe a few nights later another couple two three hours and you know a few nights later another a couple hours and we just slowly kind of worked our way through it and that was fun because we would both take the controller i i kind of taught her how to play the game and she would she would have the controller some i tried to have her have it most of the time but we played that game all the way through completed everything together and like had a had a really fun time. It was really fun to see somebody else go through that um that adventure and experience some of those moments and all that and and I had a I had a ton of fun. And the funny thing is fast forward about another year and I decided to do that again with my son who oh I don't know, he might have been 13 at the time. And I think it was because he was asking to play Grand Theft Auto 5 online or something. He must have had a a couple friends that did. And I'm like, nah, that's not appropriate. You know, like, man, that thing is so over the top. You know, like, I don't think I want you playing that. But I was like, you know what? Red Dead Redemption 2, though. Like, I think that's doable. Like, let's let's do that. And he was like, okay. And so the two of us, we did the same thing. We spent, like, a winter. Maybe it was summer. I I don't remember. We spent a good amount of time, though, just doing the same thing Uh, a couple hours here a couple hours there worked our way through that game and just had a blast same thing he took the controller I took the controller we passed it back and forth and we just had a ton of time a ton of time together playing that game and it was awesome it was really cool to see him go through some of that and some of those experiences and and what he thought of some of the stuff and had a had a ton of fun and so we finally i remember we we got through towards the end and then I, he could tell that it was coming to an end with arthur and the gang and just how it gets so sad at the end and kind of just like everybody's just at each other's throats and and it's the gang's falling apart and people are leaving and um arthur's sick and it's just you know it's just it, it's a mess right and that it was towards that end where i remember also like I couldn't seem to get him to want to play you know it was like oh should we should we sit down and play some more of that tonight you know and he was like oh no like we went a good long while not playing that game we got all the way towards the end and then and then we just didn't play it for a while he didn't want to you could tell he was just like it was just he didn't want that and once we finally got back into it you know we we finished it up and went through the epilogues and we we did finally finish it but you know it was funny to see that when once the writing was on the wall you could see he just didn't want to even do it you know he was like no no <laughs> um those experiences three playthroughs well, actually almost like four through that whole stuff um that's what then reminded me how, you know, it's just how fun the game was. And I I could just, I could talk about that game forever. I could play that game again and again and again. But the funnest part is to bring somebody through it, bring someone new through through that experience. And that's, you know, somewhere in there, it hit me a couple of times, but it hit me like I have to do, I have to play this game with my dad. I have to bring this game to my dad he you know is just baby boomer gen- generation most of the tv shows most of the movies back in his day growing up were westerns were you know wild west it was all that and so he loves that already i just think he's going to love this game i think my dad is going to absolutely love this game i think he's going to be blown away he's not he doesn't know anything about video games in general either so i think going to be that aspect where he's just like where you know maybe i didn't have that aspect of like being blown away by a video game um per se um because like i had i had at least somewhat seen the evolution of video games as i explained like through this this time but he has pretty much zero concept or construct of what gaming has is how it's evolved where it is what it's capable of you know so He is going to, I think, simultaneously be absolutely blown away by just, like, all at once. Like, all those things that I've said about just, like, playing a video game to three-dimensional to freedom and sandbox to the next level of that to, like, to this. Like, he's going to get all five, six of those mind-blowing experiences all at once. So, he's going to go from step zero to step, you know, to to level 10 all at once, he's going to be blown away by what a game can do, you know, and the, the, the visual beauty of it and the freedom and the capabilities and the possibilities and, and that's going to hit him in all this. And as well at like simultaneously as the story, the characters, and and all of that. And I think he's going to absolutely fall in love with this game. He's going to have the time of his life. And I cannot wait to bring this game to him. And we're going to have such a fun adventure together. And it's just, it's just going to be a blast. I'm just so excited for that. Yeah. And that's what this channel that I'm going to create here is going to be about. It's going to be about this experience. It's going to be I can just, like I said, I can talk about this game forever um, and I'm going to sit down and have more of these podcast type discussions where I'll just pick a topic, you know, I might pick, you know, something more specific. This was just a broad, just general history of my gaming history up in general sense, kind of, and then this specific style of game that brought me to here what I kind of thought and where it are where I where I am and where, where I plan to go. Um, but in future talks, I want to talk about and just break down certain elements of the game, certain topics where we can just talk about, okay, the random encounters you can have. And I'll just talk about just those, you know. Um, maybe not even like the, the ones that show up on the map, like a white, you know, like that are reoccurring. Not even those. Like, not margaret the bravest woman alive not uh you know not uh the uh magnifico and that little group not you know the photographer not 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 those you know not the the professor not marco dragic you know those are separate i might just just talk about the random kind of less you know less obvious encounters right like the the snake bite person the prison rescue type person the person needs help from wolves the person that acts like they need help but just wants to steal your horse the the you know the, all of those little one-offs you know and and the like um i may do a talk just about a chapter you know just a whole talk where we just talk about just one chapter or I might talk about what you know the story storyline stuff like what was the the single biggest turning point what was the single biggest event in the game you know mi- minus mm, well maybe just the single biggest turning point or event in the game or something like that and we can have a discussion there Um, to just overall as the gamer as the player that was playing the game What what was your mind state and emotions and stuff as at different points as you were going? You know, like oh, chapter one, you're kind of feeling, you know, this type of way, and you know it kind of evolves into this, and then you know, kind of just going through the the psyche of yourself as you played the game for the first time. A lot of different topics we can we can discuss, and I'm excited to do so. And that's gonna be this this channel this community i'm excited to build a community um i think the other thing i'm excited to to do is just that is to build a community of of us like-minded people who played the game a very similar way enjoyed it in a very similar fashion and have like a similar outlook on it you know kind of like our own gang you know um because I've watched other playthroughs and other people play the game and, you know, sometimes it's like, it bothers you. You know, you're like you're this person just is, they just don't get it. Right. They're just missing it. They're missing the point. They don't, they don't seem to understand. Um, yeah. I can't wait to build a community of, of us that want to just that we're, we're just all in and we dove into this game, you know, with both feet and, we're we're in it and we just we we can't help but to just talk about it and relive it and you know try to dive deeper into it and it's a blast and i just want to keep bringing this keep talking about it with all of us that have already experienced it but i also cannot wait to bring it to more people and that is those are two of the main goals of this channel is just to Bring together all of us that have had this experience and want to just join together and build a community of, of like-minded people that kind of feel the same way. We're kind of in the same gang, We're, you know, and then just bring this experience in our way to as many other people as possible because it's just such a fun wild ride. It's, it, can, it can be life-changing too. So I'm gonna, I'm going to have a ton of fun doing this. I hope you all do as well yeah and with that being said, that's gonna conclude today's episode this is just the the intro the backstory the the you know that's really it just kind of like my my general history with gaming and how we got to this point here and 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 that's it in future episodes we'll discuss a lot more and uh i really want to hear from you guys just send me send me the the messages the comments the whatever whatever you whatever you want you know you can critique me you can give me advice you can you know start discussions uh hit me up with topics you want to cover or discuss um i'm gonna be you know this one was just in general about me but like i'm gonna be posing a lot of questions out there i'd love to hear your guys's answers your guys's thoughts and feelings about them um it's gonna be very interactive uh and exciting so i'm excited it's gonna be fun gonna be wild ride just like the game was. And with that, I'll see you next time.